Creation scientists have long pointed out the enormous difficulties of GU2U evolution, and even evolutionists have acknowledged these problems. Furthermore, the fundamental constants of the universe are finely tuned to permit life, yet many evolutionists claim, despite these difficulties, that a multiverse can explain our existence without the need for a creator. These evolutionists claim that our universe is not the only universe. They argue that it is just one of infinitely many universes, each having possibly different physical constants, and perhaps even different laws of physics. This multiverse, they say, removes the need of a supernatural creator. If there really is an infinite number of universes, it is inevitable, so the argument goes, that some of these universes would have properties that permit life to exist. Supposedly, we got lucky and just happened to live in one of these life-permitting universes. So, can a multiverse really explain our existence without God? Multiverse, No Help for Evolution by Jake Hebert Originally published April 2018 The idea of a multiverse is a consequence of inflation theory. Within the Big Bang model, inflation is a dramatic increase in the expansion rate of the early universe, faster even than light. Inflation was proposed to solve a handful of serious problems in the original Big Bang model. Theorists at first thought that inflation stopped everywhere at the same time, very shortly after the Big Bang itself. However, they later concluded that different regions of space would stop inflating at different times. This would result in islands of non-inflating space, still expanding but at a slower rate, surrounded by enormous amounts of still inflating space, which would forever cut off these islands, in air quotes, from one another. These islands would become filled with radiation and matter and become, in effect, their own universe. Theorists also became convinced that, once inflation started, it would never stop. This means that inflation would ultimately produce an infinite number of universes. In this view, the alleged Big Bang 13.8 billion years ago is only the beginning of our universe, not the beginning of the multiverse itself. Inflation is supposedly still occurring in other regions of space with other universes even now being created. But a multiverse doesn't really explain our existence. First, there is no evidence whatsoever that other universes exist, even though the idea is often popularized in science fiction television shows and movies. Second, the multiverse idea is unscientific, because these islands, universes, even if they existed, would forever be isolated one from another it is difficult to see how their existence could ever be confirmed or denied. Since the idea of a multiverse cannot be falsified, shown to be false, it is arguably not a truly scientific hypothesis. Third, there is no direct evidence for inflation itself. 
Recent claims for smoking gun evidence for inflation were quickly retracted. Rather, the main evidence for inflation is based upon circular reasoning. The fact that the Big Bang doesn't work without inflation is counted as evidence for inflation. Moreover, modern inflation theory has become increasingly bizarre, which has led to some theorists to criticize and abandon it. One of these critics is Massachusetts Institute of Technology cosmologist Max Tegmark, who says, Inflation theory destroyed itself. It logically self-destructed. Even Paul Steinhardt, a leading inflation theorist, has become a critic of the theory. Most important, although the multiverse of inflation theory may make the goo-to-you story seem more believable, this is simply an illusion. As we saw, evolutionists claim it is inevitable that some universes in the multiverse would have laws of physics and chemistry that permit life to exist, and we just happen to live in one of those. But in order for an argument to come anywhere near to explaining our existence without a creator, it is not enough for these laws to permit life to exist. Clearly they do permit this, or we wouldn't be here. But this is also true in a biblical creation scenario. In order for this argument to favor evolution, these physical laws must also permit the formation of life from non-life, also known as chemical evolution or abiogenesis. But do the laws of physics and chemistry in our universe permit this? Apparently not. Evolutionists still cannot explain the origin of life, despite investing enormous amounts of time and money on the problem. If we really do live in a universe whose laws of physics and chemistry permit chemical evolution, why has it never been observed? And why are evolutionist researchers still unable to convincingly explain how life could have naturally appeared? Could it be that perhaps the laws of physics and chemistry in our universe simply don't permit abiogenesis? Everything we know about physics and chemistry in this universe indicates that life cannot come from non-life. Famous evolutionist Paul Davies has often pointed out that life is all about information, software, programmed machinery. And he says, there is no known law of physics able to create information from nothing. Thus, even if other universes did exist, and even if the laws of physics and chemistry in every single one of these other supposed universes did permit abiogenesis, this would do nothing to explain the existence of life in this universe. Do evolutionists really think that the enormous difficulties in goo-to-you evolution stories will vanish simply because they claim that other universes exist? Thus, the multiverse idea, while it may superficially make evolution seem plausible, actually gains the skeptics nothing in their attempt to explain their existence apart from their creator. How old is the Earth? Aren't mutations evidence animals evolved? What was Charles Darwin right about? These are the types of questions that Christians, scientists, and professional researchers have answers for over at creation.com. Do you want to know how the Bible explains the young age of the universe? Or how about why did the Son of God have to die? Head on over to creation.com and search about any creation, Bible, or origins topic that comes to your mind. 
and I'm positive you will find the answers. And when you want to take your personal study a little deeper, visit the store on our website and see what's new. You can explore any creation subject you like, and we have books and videos for audiences of all ages and education levels. If you want to know where I'd recommend you start, look up the book and DVD pack called Inspiration from Creation. You won't be disappointed. Head over to creation.com store. I am Joseph Darnell, and for all of us at Creation Ministries International in the U.S. and around the world, thanks for listening. <laughs>